There could be no confusion or cover-up about what Putin was doing. Putin is the aggressor. Putin chose this war. And now he and his country will bear the consequences. consecutively as they have unfolded in the last couple of days. The White House says Russia could attack at any moment. The U.S. also says it had intelligence that Russia is planning to take Ukraine's capital, Kiev, and try to overthrow its government. Russian troops have been placed in Belarus, about 80 kilometers from the capital, and Russia has been evacuating the Ukrainian embassies. The UN has told U.S. embassies to be ready for crisis mode. NATO has also revealed a space policy which explains that it would consider any attack against a member satellite or cyber attack in, uh, in space as assault to the alliance. Also, describing such actions could lead to a coordinated arm response from all members if necessary, which means... Um, if Russia were to shoot down a NATO member satellite during the invasion, NATO would view this as a legitimate act of war. Some suspect that since the fall of the USSR, and the Western influence has only gotten larger, including the benefits and economic security for other countries. And maybe Russia's sphere of influence is dwindling to far in view. In Russia, there has been several attempts to intimidate those neighbors by annexing Crimea in 2014 or even invading eastern Ukraine the very next year, which resulted in devastating sanctions again and destroyed the economy of Russia, with a, a byproduct of Ukraine and Sweden being more comfortable to join NATO, which is Russia's biggest fear. And another thing to have on our radar is if Sweden is going to be attacked by Russia just last week with a Russian landing one of their ships onto the Baltic Sea, causing Sweden to mobilize their troops against uh, the Russians and deploying troops to strategic islands just in case. This is alarming because Finland and Sweden have remained neutral throughout the World War II and into the modern day. The worst fear here is that their sphere of influence, Russia's sphere of influence, is being more westernized. Joining NATO and leaving Russia's power behind. The only way to stay relevant, according to Russia, is by force and action. That's why Russia doesn't really care about sanctions, or at least the ones that are currently being um, implemented. President Joe Biden stating that if anything were to happen, and hopefully it doesn't, Russia would never have seen the sanctions that would be imposed onto them. So I ask, what all is going on? Will tomorrow be a day that lives in infamy? What scares me is how desperate one country, particularly Russia, would be to become relevant again. How desperate will they be to do anything to achieve that?
And what concerns me is that this time it won't be like World War II. The political landscape has changed, the weapons are bigger, the money is more abundant, and the stakes could never be any higher than they are today. Does the fate of the world depend on governmental flexing of power, or is there hope? Because tomorrow could be the day that lives in infamy. So where does this leave us now? Um, We are on the brink of something terrible, something we haven't seen in over 80 years. And sadly, this time, it's by choice. Russia has decided to put the rest of the world through this hardship and headache for the small gains and spoils of war staging conflicts and making up excuses to start this said war. Uh, Secretary Blinken has the right sentiment shared by the American people and most of the world, and it is this. Stating that we are not here to start a war, but we are here to prevent one. And as an American society, it's our duty to always place ourselves and our allies with the best of intentions and not to seek out war because there's no guarantee that the righteous might win and there's no guarantee that the one that should will. Our generation is numb to war. Some of us were born in the shadows of 9-11 in the backgrounds of Afghanistan and Iraq. We are used to it, but we have never, we have not ever in our lifetime experienced a war, a world war. Yet Russia's president, Vladimir Putin, knows exactly what he's doing and understands exactly what he's doing. Putting not only the rest of the world at risk, but his own people. He understands that he will inflict great pain on economies, global and domestic. Resources will be wasted, lives lost. All to prove a point. We've seen this before. And it did not end well the last time. I understand that Ukraine's government, which is not a part of the UN currently, is not wanting to sound the alarm in respect to sounding unified and strong. But there is a time for strength and there's a time for aid. But the United Nations are here to help those people, those countries who are at risk, not saying that Ukraine is hopeless or a non-sovereign nation, but... At this very moment, there are people who need our help and we're willing to defend them at all costs under the name of democracy. For the first time ever in my lifetime, I have seen the world um, come together against this common enemy, Vladimir Putin. He has single-handedly united the allies against a common threat, which is himself. No country should ever bully or persuade aggressively the laws and liberties and lives of sovereign foreign countries, regardless of how small their sphere of influence may be shrinking, no matter how irrelevant or desperate they become. And what we can tell President Putin will try to topple the and overthrow the Ukrainian government only to install a Russian sympathetic puppet government. Not that this is what he wants to happen, but what they will do 
if given the chance. Russians agreed to reanimate the decayed corpse of the Soviet Union and rebuild the Iron Curtain is the sole purpose for these horrific actions. Uh, these, in my opinion, are the most egregious tasks against humanity, um, against the sovereignty of nations, against liberty and freedom of government. In my honest opinion, sanctions aren't enough. At least the current sanctions. If Vladimir Putin tries to do anything out of the norm or think he can get away with these acts of war, not only will he be sorely mistaken, but this will be the day that he will remember for the rest of his life. Because I believe in the might of the American government, I believe in the might of the UN, of the American military, and the American will and their ability to do the right thing on the world stage. Maybe it takes some time for us to do the right thing, but we do eventually end up there. War is scary. It's a scary thought. It's something no civilization should have to resolve to fix a, a conflict or to settle an argument. And I pray and I desperately hope that de-escalation happens in a timely fashion, that diplomacy is effective, and that this never happens again in the foreseeable future and beyond. I decided to talk about this topic today because it unnerved me how close we are to this reality, how fragile this reality is and how important it is for us to maintain. Schools were shelled over this issue. Now, thankfully, none of those children were hurt and hopefully this is a singular incident. But if we're willing, if he's willing to step down, to stoop down to these levels, I have great fear for, the future, for his future actions, and I know America and our allies will stand ready for that moment. So, thank you for that singular moment of thought, and I wish this endeavor more than luck and success. But... Unfortunately, that looks like it's not the case. And today, it looks like it has happened. Late last night, Russia, led by the godless leader, Vladimir Putin, has invaded in the early hours of the day. He has invaded northern Ukraine, attacks all over the country. He has taken them from the land, from the skies, and from the water even taking Chernobyl and sadly other cities are to soon to follow. Tanks are scattered on the ground and hundreds of Ukrainians are stranded in, in the throes of war. President Biden and NATO allies agree wholeheartedly on the sanctions against Russia. And if that doesn't seem like too much to take in, the concerns of Putin's threats against those who stand with Ukraine seems to allude to nuclear solutions. Hopefully we do not and will never have to ponder such a grave situation. 
The president of Ukraine stands with his people and is not fleeing the dangers that his civilians are going through at the current moment. I have great respect and admiration for leaders who understand the assignment at hand. And the day is February 24th, 2022, and thousands of people have woken up to war. And unfortunately, tonight, thousands more will go to sleep as well. This has been day one of many more that are sadly certain to come. Tonight, my best of intentions and thoughts are with our allies, our troops, and the people of Ukraine. I send my love and my heart to the strong, proud country of Ukraine, and I wish them good luck. And for democracy's sake, I hope they win. In my honest, shared, and bold opinion, Russia's line of lies, inhumanity, and brutality must end, and immediately, either by choice or by force, on the world stage, and should be held accountable. Thank you for taking the time out of your day to hear these important issues. Uh, Please stay tuned for more content. And you have been listening to number 51.